0: Oh, I was going to ask you, do they give little birds, do you think that they would give them little tiny cones if they had
1: birdie surgery? <laughs> I have seen, I have seen bird cones. Um, really? I was looking through one of the, um, supply, uh, things, oh, yeah. what do you call it, that you can order from, like a that came to our work. Catalog. Had, yeah, catalog. Um, and there was, like, tiny was bird like, cones. magazine? Uh-huh. That's not right. <laughs> this isn't, yeah. this isn't for pleasure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Tiny bird cones. I was, like, obsessed
1: with that the first time I saw it. I was like, oh my god, look at this bird cone. Um, and your vet wait, was dude. like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I do know people who just do put, like, socks on their birds. Oh, socks! Like, with little poles for their, for like, feeps? heads and wings and stuff. So that yeah. they can't pluck at anything or whatever.
0: Yes. Like a birdie onesie.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: I guess a sock is, like, basically bird-shaped, because the toe part is, like, the tail. hmm And the ankle part is, like, the head Could go through. You could get a baby sock for Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> I guess his tail's pretty long, though. He needs, like, a child sock, at least. Mm-hmm. He needs a chicken yeah. vest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without shawl pins, though, because chickens yes, can not shawl pins. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the sub series of Let's Stay Together, where we talk about the 2019 anime fruits basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing season two, episode 25, the season finale, which was called I'm Different Now. Mm. Oh, I guess it should be sadder. Like, I'm Different Now. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do our summary and then spoiler free discussion, and spoiler discussion like we always do. And I guess a little bit of. Let's look at the season as a whole thrown in there too. I mm-hmm. think that would be good, since we're, I assume third of the way, a third of the way through the anime at this point. Two
1: thirds of the way.
0: Two thirds, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I know math. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't it's have actually to actually going to be six seasons long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say that'd be nice, and then I was like, I don't know, that's a lot of filler content. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I don't remember
1: this arc. <laughs> so you don't remember the arc where they uh, got involved in a sports tournament or 26 <laughs> episodes? Oh, the part where Kyo learned Go and he was obsessed with Go
0: yes. instead of karate for a little while? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got
1: possessed by another spirit? The Toru. Of a <laughs> Toru a it fought with his cat spirit.
0: Mega <laughs> <laughs> Kyo. <laughs> Toru also got involved in like a baking competition because... <laughs> You know, baking anime. I don't know. You know, whatever. Yeah.
1: And then one of them got pulled into the digital world of the game <laughs> they were
0: playing. <laughs> it was Haru. And they had to get, go and rescue him. Momiji had to go rescue him. It was the whole thing. You guys don't remember this content? I can't believe it. <laughs> How about we get those down all as, as fanfic ideas? I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> anyway, this episode in canon terms, this episode covered chapters 96 and 97 of the manga. And we covered this in our episode 50. Which was live and it was called Tell Me What Is Real. Yeah, it was a good time. I played the theme song on a ukulele live. I think I've mentioned yeah. that before, but obviously that was my favorite part of that. Wait, you remembered it? Yeah, it took me 20 minutes, but it's fine. Listen, I know math, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that episode, if you go back and listen to it, which I encourage you to because it was fun, but it covered also 98 and 99. So, like, if you're either listen to the first half (laughs) or go back and listen to after the next season the first episode what i assume will be covered in the first episode of the next season Mm -hmm. because it's like the part immediately after is included as well
1: or just read ahead a tiny bit
0: yeah you should (laughs) go read the manga if you haven't read it you should it would be great anyway (sighs) white feathers or petals fall we see a red woven cord crano narrates it came quickly an end and a beginning a liberation and a curse he stands in a high school uniform crying. Akito still a child, stands behind him, panicking. The woven cord snaps, and we cut to the theme song. For the last time. I know. Mm-hmm. I liked this theme song a lot. I'm kind of sad, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's what Spotify is for. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Inside the Soma Estate, a cool morning dawns. Actually, I think, is it morning or evening? I remember I forgot to check. I wanted to check that now that I'm reading it out loud. It's fine. Uh, I think it's morning.
1: Probably morning, yeah. There's burbs chirping. After, after New Year's.
0: Yes, maybe it is right after. Inside the Soma Estate, a cool morning dawns. Kareno slides open an exterior door of Akito's room. I'm cold, he says from the futon, and Kareno closes the door. He asks how Akito is feeling. Akito demands that he come closer, and he abides. He kneels. Akito sits up and pinches Kareno's shirt in his hand and holds him there. Kareno, I speak cruelly of you at times, but you know I don't mean it, right? Akito asks. You know I don't say things out of spite, right? You know that it's not truly what I think, do you? Don't you? (laughs) Do you? Do you not? <laughs> Dost thou not? <laughs> Dost thou? Dost thou, Kareido? <laughs> That's what Toru would say, you know, like a weird translation where they translated her formal oh, Guys, make a translation of Toru in like Elizabethan English. I'm on board. Everybody else speaks normally. <laughs> she speaks Elizabethan English. <laughs> We're full of good ideas tonight. (laughs) I think we're on fire. Anyway. (laughs) Mm, Karino says. Akito places his hand on Karino's chest and Karino takes them in his. You'll always stay by my side, right? Akito asks. And Karino remembers them sitting together as children. Akito wraps his arms around Karino's neck. Hmm. He replies. All he said was, "Mm, I don't know how you
1: translate that. I guess it's yes. I didn't even read the subtitle. Maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like it because it's like a really like non-committal.
0: Pretty much. Agreement. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, he committed with his body, though, by leaning yeah. over.
1: But she's like, it's like, you know, I don't mean it, right? And he's right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I
0: guess. <laughs> it is pretty yeah. non-committal, I think. Yeah. Yes. At school, Uo, Toru, and Hana talk outside as they gather for a graduation ceremony. Re- yeah. Graduation ceremony rehearsal. Graduation rehearsal ceremony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ceremony about the rehearsal. <laughs> In the ceremony for the rehearsal
0: <laughs> they give awards and everything
1: <laughs> best practicer
0: <sir>. yeah <laughs> o complains uu complains they'll all catch cold and hana says that she never caught one before i suppose it's true that idiots don't catch cold she says and Uo is like you sound too happy about that uu <laughs> complains that she can't catch a break since third term started and new year's went by in a flash toru thinks that a lot did happen over new year's and we flash back because it's toru to shisho's <laughs> house new year's day and Rin complains to Toru that she woke up lying down, but she could swear she fell asleep sitting up. Toru suggests that maybe she should lay her down, but Rin would definitely have noticed if someone came in or touched her. Even as Haru-san? Toru asks. Haru is different. Wait, how do you know about Haru and I? Rin demands, <laughs> and asks who told her. Toru figured it out after their conversation between Hiro and Haru at the cultural festival, but claims it must be women's intuition. I doubt that that would be a gift that you'd be endowed with, Rin says to Toru's dismay. <laughs> Rin tells her not to say the name again. They broke up. Yuki arrives and stumbles directly into an awkward situation, of course, and Rin leaves <laughs> before he can apologize for intruding. He came to wish Toru a happy new year. She notices the bandage on his forehead and asks what happened. "'I stood up to Akito and got a whack for it,' he says with a smile. "'To be honest, I was shaking inside. But don't you think I did a good job?' Toru remembers pushing Akito away from Yuki when they first met. "'Yes,' she says, smiling, too. "'No fair. I want praise, too,' Wamiji says from the hallway. Toru greets him, Yuki asks if Omiji has done something praiseworthy, too, which he confirms, and Yuki leaves to go ahead to Shigari's house.' After he's gone, Omiji pulls Toru close and whispers in her ear, I gave Kareno the DVD. Toru's surprised when Omiji is happy that he was able to do it. Tears well in Toru's eyes and she struggles to thank him. Omiji takes her hands and they say a little prayer that Kareno watch it and that Uo's feelings will reach him.
1: they are all so cute. Yes. <laughs> it's like watching those scenes. It's like, "Oh, Rin, Oh, aw, Yuki, Oh, Omiji. <laughs> <laughs>
0: say a little prayer for you. <laughs> Every time I read that slash write that, I think that. <laughs> forever forever no I'm just kidding okay. <laughs> at the main house shigure visits satori atori says that akito remained bedridden since the incident with yuki and shigure says that it must have caused akito a great shock he suggests that yuki be the one to take responsibility and tend to akito which as satori says is nonsense <laughs> isn't that why you came today he asks shigure says he tried but akito yelled at him and turned him away at the door his attitude wasn't pleasing apparently shigure remembers when he tried to visit akito akito screams how come you didn't come to me right away when yuki said those terrible things to me why are you always like that why don't you ever choose to put me first shigure remains stone-faced you're one to talk he thinks in the present you're the one who chose kareno who we see laying in bed with akito i have a question for you (laughs) which i didn't think about until i saw this this time you know how shigure is like staring angrily like a i'm so fucking done with this face which we talked Mm -hmm. about when we talked about this in the manga do you think that he saw kareno there like
1: was kareno in the room when Akito yells at him, I always imagine it has him just reacting to Akito. But I mean, kind of funny to think of.
0: <laughs> I I also imagined it that way, but then like there's immediately another cut to them laying together, and it's like the same time of day. So I was just curious. This is my <laughs> new head canon. I don't know. I don't think it's supposed to be but yes, like, i love sick. the idea of him just open the sick. door fucking hate that guy fuck him. akito has the door like halfway open and screaming at him and he's looking peering into the dark room and he's like is that credo in there with that fucking assholes in there right now what the fuck he's not even listening to what akito's saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is the only fun part of the episode it just gets sadder yes. and sadder so <laughs> i mean it isn't even fun anyway it's fine <laughs> Hidori says that akito didn't choose anybody even the god of the zodiac can have a favorite among the zodiac members but Itori, haven't you ever felt something off about Kareno? Shigure asks. Hattori contemplates this. He says he's, and then trails off, and Shigure says, yes, Kareno might be. We see Kareno leave Akito's room. See? Akito, he leaves Kure- Akito's room right after this conversation, <laughs> as if, it, anyway, okay, I'm done. Maybe made, he was just, like,
1: hiding in the corner, hoping <laughs> Kureno, Shigure didn't he see He was trapped in the closet. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> he had a whole inner monologue, but it was just, like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> sad. So sad. <laughs> we see not leave Akito's room.
1: Shiguri asks Akari, what? Akito just like threw a blanket over him before she <laughs> He's like sitting up in the corner. Shiguri's
0: like, oh no, I was thinking he's laying down. Like, you know, like yeah. Akito's like, shit, he's coming. Shit, just hide in the bed. But like, it's a futon, so there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. <laughs> and Shiguri's like, what the fuck is that? Is that is that fucking bed moving? Oh God, it's fucking Karino in here. <laughs> Hope everyone likes the swearing. I feel like we don't swear very really much these days. <laughs> So we see Karino leave in Kido's room. <laughs> Shigure asks Tori, You don't, what, you don't accept it? Because you're scared? Because you're sentimentally attached to the bond? That's pretty devious. You're the last person I want to be called devious by, Hattori says. Right, Shigure says. I'm, wait, who did I say this to before? I forget. I'm weak, intolerant, and worthless. The worst kind of man. The worst part about you, Tori says, is that you're aware of that, and yet you don't feel it's wrong in the slightest. Shigure smiles sheepishly. In his darkened office, Kareno holds the DVD that Momiji gave him and wonders what's on it. Momiji told him it was a present from Toru. So last time we said this was Momiji's porn collection, but based on this, I think it's actually Toru's porn collection. Ooh, twist. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to find out what's on it. Is everyone ready? (laughs) It's Toru's videos of Candy Mountain or whatever. (laughs) Internet videos from the 2000s. (laughs) Kareno remembers Toru bringing him Uo's contact information. As long as you're alive, you'll continue to have new wishes. He puts the DVD in his reasonably sized for 2020 computer, unlike (laughs) the manga version, which was a huge monitor, which we talked about endlessly, (laughs) and watches it. And the class play unfolds. He remembers Akito asking him as a child, Hey, Kareno, what's it like to fly freely in the sky? Is it fun? Exciting? You're so lucky, Kareno. I wish I could be a bird, too. Arisa comes on stage. Kareno's eyes are wide. He reaches toward the screen. "'There are people out there who can't see the ones they wish to see,' she says in the recording. "'I want to see him! I want to see him! Come and see me, damn it!' Tears well in Kareno's eyes, and he remembers Tori speaking to him again. Uo seems so sad and lonely that she couldn't see him anymore. He remembers Akito as a child sobbing and screaming, "'Don't abandon me!' Kareno pulls back from the computer, the play ends and the curtain falls, and he drops his head into his hands. next day at Shiguri's house, the phone rings, and he saunters over mid-reading. "'Hello?' he says and then stops suddenly, dropping his book. "'Well, this is unusual.' A first, actually. Torokun. She's still at school. And why are you asking for her? Shigure says coldly to the person on the other end. I don't see how you would even be acquainted. You're surprisingly feather-brained. What do you want with her? Shigure Nisan, there's something I should probably tell you too, Koreno, the person at the other end of the phone, thinks. <sighs> at long last, huh? Say, Koreno, mind if I ask something that I've been thinking about for a while? Could it be that you- Later, Toru returns to Shigurei's house. Shigure meets her at the door and asks her to run an errand for him, which he immediately goes to do. I'm off, she says cheerfully. See you later, Shigurei says from the ominous part of the house. <laughs>
1: He's like, I need to get this light bulb removed. Just this one. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be dark and spooky here by the phone. <laughs>
0: On her way to the store, Toru comes upon a park with little sparrows fluttering about all cute-like and Toru mm-hmm. offers her hand to them like some kind of snow white and they approach her. <laughs> In the distance, Karino stands and walks over and the birds flutter away. We see another memory of Akito crying and screaming, then transition to the main house. Akito angrily pushes things off of Karino's desk and demands to some nearby maids to know where he is. They repeatedly told him not to leave until Akito woke up, but he wouldn't listen. Now they can't get in touch with him, they say. His cell phone is off. Find him, Akito commands. He's never left without permission before, Akito says, panting, and raises his fists high above the table as if to smash it. We cut back to the park. Kano reaches out to Toru to help her up. The birds flew away from you, she says. You're possessed by the rooster. But she remembers rats coming to Yuki and cats coming to Kyō, and she struggles to understand why the birds wouldn't congregate around him. Kranos pulls her close. Tor remembers the day that she learned about the zodiac curse: those possessed by a spirit transform when they're held by a member of the opposite sex. Kranos hugs her. He doesn't transform. I'm different now, he says. I don't transform. My curse has already been broken. I'm no longer a member of the zodiac. It happened when he was a bit younger than her, he says, and he remembers Akito asking about how it felt to fly. I can't fly anymore, he says. How did the curse break? Toru asks. Even I don't know, he says. It happened suddenly, without any warning, and we see his memory again. Within myself, there was only me, he says to her. There was nothing to drive me away. The sky looks so blue. I became sad when I thought about how I'd never fly in that sky again. And I was happy. I felt like I'd finally become human. The others don't know that you're no longer the rooster, Toru says. You still stay by Akito's side. Is there something that still binds you? Karino takes the DVD out of his coat pocket and hands it to her. Sorry, your present was for nothing sorry, that's all I came to tell you. I won't see Arisa. I'll continue to stay by Aikido's side. I only saw Arisa twice. They were minor and meetings, and if I never see her again, they'll become insignificant memories and will eventually fade and disappear. He remembers meeting Uo, leaning in to kiss her, then walking away. That's all they'll become. You don't have to worry anymore. Toru cups his cheek and turns his face toward her. He's crying, as is she. He remembers when Uo sassed him about how unhappy he was and that their meeting was unnecessary, as he said. I wanted to see you way, way more than I thought, she says in the memory. He remembers her screaming, come and see me, damn it, during the play. I want to see her. I want to see her, he says as he cries. It was only <clears throat> twice, but she was the first person I fell in love with as my own person after becoming truly human. I can embrace her all I want. I was so easily freed from the curse that still torments the other Junishi. Only me. I'm free to go wherever I wish and love whoever I choose, but for that reason, I must stay by Akito's side. In Kareno's memory after the curse breaks, Akito, a child, stands behind him and screams and sobs. Kareno tries to comfort him, and so does the old maid. Akito screams at the maid to stay away until he says so, grabs Kareno, then darts into a nearby room. I'll kill anyone who comes, he shouts at the maid. I'll kill you! Akito slams the door. Why? 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 Why did it break? He cries. It's our bond. Kareno says he doesn't know. It all happened so suddenly. What's that look in your eyes? Akito says, turning and facing him. No! Why do you look at me with such distant eyes? akito comes closer the same scared and almost crazed look in his eyes that we see often today he pushes Karano into a curtain thing in the room i tried googling this i don't know what it is listen <laughs> he pushes Krano back into a curtain standing in the room knocking it back no don't go don't go don't leave me akito pleads sobbing heavily and becoming more and more erratic don't abandon me Krano cries too akito continues to plead and cry and Krano comforts him in the present kareno tells toru that he couldn't abandon akito to akito the bond is everything God can't exist without the Zodiac. He swore to stay by Akito that day, forever. Krano acknowledges that he deceived the other Junichi, pretending to still be the rooster. I thought if it would dry those tears. He remembers Akito calming down and smiling through the tears in the past, and he remembers Shigeru asking during their phone call, with the curse broken, don't you think you should have abandoned Akito for his sake back then and now? In the present, Krano says to Toru that he can abandon Akito, though the curse is broken and the bond he felt before is gone. I may have embraced Akito out of pity, he says, thinking of kissing Akito, but I can't abandon Akito. I swore I would stay by Akito's side until the day I'm no longer needed. I decided that I would live for the one who cried until sobs racked their body, weaker than anyone, more fragile than anyone. The one so afraid. As Karino speaks, we see Akito get out of the bath at the main house and walk toward a mirror. Clearly, we see her body for the first time. For the sake of that sad girl, Karino says to Toru. Akito san is a girl? Toru asks. Dun, 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 dun. <gasps> the season closes on akito seated serenely in feminine clothing surrounded by flowers and then we cut to the end credits that's it no more for the series <laughs> yep, that's it that's everything it. is explained right i mean <laughs> <laughs> let's not joke i mean no. <laughs> wow what an ending were you expecting that <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how people feel. Like, I wonder what it's like to feel this for the first time. I would love to, like, <laughs> have had my memory wiped and just reread this series for the first time. It'd be very mm-hmm. interesting. I wonder if anybody's, like, screaming. I definitely haven't checked Tumblr because I just watched uh, <laughs> yeah. the episode last night and, like, right before we recorded. So mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody out there is like, what, what, what? Mm-hmm. I wonder if they suspected it all along, though. Yeah. We can only speculate because we know now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the episode. How about that? Right. <laughs> Listen. Let me, my first point is feathers. How about hey. that?
1: They added a lot of feather imagery as, mm-hmm. um, as expected, I guess. Yeah. I like, um, how they kind of combine like the feather imagery and that like rope imagery mm-hmm. that I think that's anime exclusive. They kind of added that in a few scenes of yeah, like, there's no the rope, the woven, woven rope, like, rope cord kind thing. of like surrounding all the uh, Zodiac members. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like demonstrating the bond or curse or whatever.
0: Didn't they have that in, like, the first episode of this season? Or was it even the very first episode? I forget.
1: I can't remember. I know it's come up a couple of times. I remember it was introduced quite early on. The, yeah, when people were discussing the curse. The curse. hmm The thread that binds them. Yeah. As it is
0: represented visually by a thread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it's kind of like a woven cord. Like, it's not just, mm-hmm. like... I don't know. I don't know why. I yeah, think it's, it's interesting. it's like,
1: like a ceremonial kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Like, not just, like, a random piece of rope or whatever <laughs> it's just like a friendship bracelet Yeah. <laughs> this ones they make out of like the plastic yeah cord. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah the flat plastic cord mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about you know the in politically correct <laughs> name of the thing that i'm yes. talking about <laughs> someone out there's like what are they talking about <laughs>
1: Someone who didn't go to a Girl scout, scout camp, camp in yeah, exactly. the early 2000s in, uh, <laughs> in the U.S.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's one of those French bracelets. <laughs> it could be any French so That would be hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's this. I like it. It's this kind of like thick cord, too. And then when it mm-hmm. breaks, it's like frayed looking in Carino's mm-hmm. memory or like in that scene where it's his memory. It's not his memory, I guess, but... When they represent the curse being broken. I guess the reason we're talking about feathers, if you haven't listened to like our manga episodes at all, is because imagery of feathers is used extensively in the manga, mm-hmm. particularly for the curse. Kayla had a whole breakdown yeah. <laughs> at mm-hmm. one point of a theory about when
1: they're used.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, bonds in general, not just limited to the Zodiac people, mm-hmm. but especially involving with the curse and the curse breaking and stuff. Yeah. In this case, it's, like, really straightforward imagery because it's also, he's the bird, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how they have, like, the, like, like they have the kind of, like, ethereal, otherworldly feathers when, mm. like, the curse is breaking, but then they also have kind of the, like, the feathers that Sparrow fall down feathers. when the sparrows fly away that mm-hmm. kind of combines those two...
0: Yeah, I noticed that. I liked that, too. Verbs. Mm-hmm. where's our burb expert <laughs> yeah I, I, I heard him trip before yeah get our subject matter expert in here to be like yeah those are feathers yeah he's like definitely feathers not as pretty <laughs> as mine but <laughs> he is pretty cute mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway listen i'm just happy or not i don't know i mean i'm i guess i'm happy it they brought in the what i'm pointing at that they brought in the feather imagery into the mm-hmm. manga as well i mean the anime as well yeah i can't remember if they used it some of the other times like ooh, backstory or anything where it's used in the manga too but i bet mm-hmm. they
1: did i forget yeah, I can't remember right now. Most notably I remember I time. noticed that there were feathers on my uh, promotional Fruits Basket anime cup <gasps> that I got from seeing feathers. the first two episodes in theaters. <laughs> and I was like, feather theory. Feathers. It lives. It, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a good theory. You're right, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be explored more next season, I guess. But yeah, um, in this case, a very prominent use of the feather imagery. Mm-hmm. My next point of discussion is Shigure. About Shigure. Yeah. Is it okay to talk about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I already kind of talked about it when I was talking about him staring blankly while ukido mm-hmm. is talking um
1: but yeah he okay. was being so sassy again this this episode yeah he was yeah he was really good in this episode like really the uh, yeah. the uh you know ominous <laughs> scenes and, and see him just you being later like... mm-hmm. <laughs> and his like yeah he's like stoic like stare while ukido is yelling at him and stuff
0: mm-hmm. i like his um like dark change of demeanor when he answers the phone and Karino's mm-hmm. on the other end of the phone too
1: yeah because he's like being He'll like silly before. he's like coming coming and then... he's like
0: carrying his book nonchalantly yeah and then drops it and he's like oh that guy oh, <laughs> that guy he was hiding in Akito's room when I was talking to Akito <laughs> but I guess it's obvious why now in this episode why <laughs> I couldn't tell before why Shigure is so mad at Karino. why he hates Karino so much because it's implied that Kureno and Akito have a closer relationship than we might have thought before. Mm-hmm. I don't remember they didn't show any. No, they didn't show any like like any um, suggestive. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that, but <laughs> They didn't show any suggestive imagery of Kureno and Akito together yet. Just mm-hmm. him, kind of like. I mean, it's kind of obvious that they have an intimate relationship from the way they acted before, yeah. but nothing explicitly that was yeah like that. So Shigure is jealous extremely mm-hmm. jealous and bitter about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor Karina's <laughs> like I just tried to be nice to a tiny mm-hmm. child she's like why didn't you just abandon Akito what the hell yeah. it's like because she was like 10
1: like I don't know yeah. you know yeah it's like and I was like what 14 maybe? yeah I don't know yeah <laughs> he's like, in Carino's... high school he's like I'm yeah. younger
0: than you like the kids are now
1: they're in their last year of high
0: school so they're like 17 or something like that And he looks like he's wearing a high school uniform so he's probably like 14 or 15 maybe something of of Mm -hmm. that
1: yeah age range so not at the range you would expect them to make long-term emotionally (laughs) mature decisions (laughs) with a crying child in front of them
0: (laughs) yes a crying child who was formerly their god yes yeah (laughs) in human flesh yes it's really striking when akito tells the maid that she'll kill them if they Mm -hmm. come closer i forgot i don't i'm sure that
1: that happened in the manga but i just kind Mm -hmm. of like yeah i noticed it too there's like there's a bit more of a focus on the maid's reaction Mm. and like she like runs away yeah it's like i think um yeah we've talked about this in spoilers before but it's like heavily implied that like Karina's curse broken is what made akito kind of snap yeah because we felt like yuki's in yuki's backstory where he's like 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 Akito was like had temper had a temper, but was you know just a kid until like suddenly something changed. And mm-hmm. So it kind of makes it seem like even like the maids were shocked at this point because mm-hmm. like it's like the first time they'd have that kind of like violent outburst from Akito.
0: Probably. Mm-hmm. And Akito is like clearly the. I mean, because Akito is the head of the family, I think they're kind of scared of what Akito will do too. Anyway, I mean, having a tiny child yell that they're going to kill you is pretty alarming. Yeah. <laughs> After freaking out. I mean, she mean, yeah. she finds Akito, like, screaming and sobbing, right? So, mm-hmm. Also, yeah, we saw in Yuki's memory is that Akito, Shigeru was often comforting Akito. And he was like, mm-hmm. I didn't know what was so, like, scary or awful. But now I think we know. Yeah. <laughs> what was so bad. <laughs> was mm-hmm. just the fear of being abandoned by yeah. people who are supposed to have a, a set. Like, Akito, when Akito cries, she's like, this is our bond. Like, why did it break? I don't understand. Like, Mm -hmm. Karino says that Akito desperately clings to the bond as well. Yeah. Karino is like, there can't be a God without a Zodiac. But I feel like it's beyond that, though. It's Mm -hmm. intense. I think it's interesting how, so one thing that's uh, interesting of note, I guess, in general, is, like, Shigure and Hattori, they talk about how Karino seems different. And we knew before that all the Zodiac, like, don't trust him. So mm-hmm. it's implied that there's, and also it was, a, uh, Akito was like immediately upset before Karino could like explain anything that happened. Mm-hmm. Like they know the curse is broken. Yeah. So we discussed this in our manga episode before, but it seems like an aspect of the curse is that they can sense
1: that the others are cursed, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess Akito can sense when the curse breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems like that's, like, part of why Akito keeps, like, Karina so isolated, too. Yeah, Akito doesn't want people like to know. stop others from, like, catching on.
0: Yeah. hmm Keeps him in the closet, just for... Yes. <laughs> Karina, you're in fear here. This Karina is for your case. own good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the relationship with the maid is interesting. The family is interesting, too, because, yeah, I guess this is the first kind of severely violent outburst from Akito that we've seen mm-hmm. in the series. But then in the present, Akito is, like tearing up carino's office Mm -hmm. and it's like find him and the maids all scuttle off like they don't want to deal with it like they don't want to be there right yeah like so i guess it's now now it's normal (laughs) yeah you know when you're a cult leader i guess you can do whatever you want (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see like the family's reaction too Mm -mm. they don't like this episode doesn't get into it in in a lot of detail but just to see those little moments is i think i think very telling yeah I mean, and I guess we've seen them before and how much they kind of like worship Akito
1: and think that Akito, you know, can do anything wrong or whatever, especially the old yeah. maid. I found the, um, like exact translation of Karino's like the little confession bit with the I'm different now mm. kind of interesting because it's like, it's like what he really is, is like normal now, mm-hmm. but he phrases it as I'm different, different. now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm.
0: The, you also had that same, like. He's like, oh, I was sad because I couldn't fly anymore, but then I was, like, super happy. All those, like, conflicted emotions, like, kind of, like, when mm-hmm. Yuki met Akito the first time, too. Yeah. The Always the part that I thought was interesting in his confession is that he says that he finally felt, like, human. Like, there was no, no, like, Junishi spirit there to keep mm-hmm. him from being himself. Yeah. He says that he he wants to be with Uo because she's the first person he fell in love with. Oh, I guess I should have, like, uh, um, what's it called? <laughs> Disclaimered this up front that we'll be talking about Uo and Carino, <laughs> but um, if you're still listening, just cut it off. I mean, <laughs> yeah. she's the first person he fell in love with since becoming human, quote unquote, mm-hmm. which I also think is an interesting way of describing it. Yeah. Yeah. Normal. Different versus normal. I mm-hmm. mean, like, he's been in this, like, culty family forever, so I guess different yeah. being normal is different.
1: Mm-hmm. He's also building up the drama for Toru. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> it's very important. Mm-hmm.
1: I've always really loved Toru in, the, in that scene, too. We've talked a bit about like Tori's kind of like emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. like the things, and I think like recently we talked about the uh, how she was able to pick up on like the the horror Rin thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, her woman's like, intuition. That. I mean, yeah, her <laughs> woman's intuition.
1: Um, but I think like the fact of, like while she's talking to now, how she like immediately picks up on like like what else is holding you back, kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. she was like, "You're freed from the curse, but something is still like binding you." Mm-hmm. and then her like while well, he's like trying to calmly be like oh it's fine. Yeah, fine everything's cool and she just like touches his face and like turns him for and he's like, 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 her and he's, like crying you know, yeah. everyone's crying <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what i thought was interesting in that scene about toru specifically also was like yeah. when he's like oh my curse is broken she's like how did it break like she asks mm-hmm. him immediately and it's kind of like normally she asks things in kind of like a super formal way but mm-hmm. i feel like it kind of caught her off guard it would caught her mm-hmm. so off guard that she just like blurted it out based on the way mm-hmm. that she acts that line which is very interesting yeah
1: didn't really notice that and before. i don't think yeah i don't think it's ever like explicitly stated but I, f- I feel like her immediate thought was uh with kyo at that moment it's possible yeah of course
0: because yeah. like her expression too is not like it becomes more like sad for koreno later but it, mm-hmm. at first it's just like taken completely like kind of taken aback and surprised mm-hmm. more than anything else yeah, and maybe hopeful, like mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah. She even like
1: like grabs his arms. Like, how did yes. it break? Like, yeah, she grabs his arm own...
0: and like shakes him, and it's like, how did it break? Yeah. How did it break? Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know, and then then it becomes sad. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like she kind of like, not like forgets herself, but she acts really impulsively for a second, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Not out of character, but interesting. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, probably, but we'll never know. Where's the mm-hmm. fanfic? I mean. <laughs> I think we all know. Yeah.
1: And like, she may not have even consciously thought it, but I just mm-hmm. feel like instinctively she's like, there's a way. Yeah. She's,
0: like... Yeah. There's a, it's shocking that there's a way that the curse can break mm-hmm. at all. Cause I think she's had all her discussion with Rin so far has been like, there's no way, there's no way to do it. Nah, you know, yeah. this is the first time we know of anybody's curse being broken in the series. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, her, her reactions to that scene are interesting and you're right. Her emotional response to, to Kureno being like, yeah, everything's fine. And then he's, like, sobbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also very interesting. Yeah. Notable. She's a good Toru. Mm-hmm. You know how we have, like, best Ed Cosmo? It's like, best Toru Toru. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's the best Toru there is. Yeah, she's definitely the best Toru. Number one Toru in the whole series. Um, <laughs> Unequivocally. I like he, how he also, Kureno, so, like, one theme I think we've talked about many times in the series is that, like, a small run-in with somebody or like a chance encounter can change things in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think Kareno really is one of the characters that like embodies that by being like, Oh, I just saw her two times. And like those memories will just fade, which I don't think is true. I don't think they ever would have. (laughs) I was thinking about that while I was writing it. I was like, but some memory, some small memories never fade, (laughs) you know, (laughs) they probably wouldn't have. But anyway, he, he, it's like this, um, another, a take on that same theme that we see a lot of times of just like, a small meeting can mean a lot to a person, mm-hmm. can change a lot of things yeah, in their life. I guess other people in that category are like, "Ooh and Hana we saw in their backstories. And I guess even like Yuki probably says that later about meeting mm-hmm. Toru in the woods, you know, yeah, <laughs> smacking Shigure with his dictionaries, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I Trying to think of what else is good to talk about in this specific. Oh, well, I mean, I guess there's the big reveal, mm-hmm. which I didn't make a note about apparently, but yeah. so Akito a girl. It turns uh-huh. out, is a woman. I guess depending <laughs> on how you want to. <laughs> I mean, Akito's age is kind of indeterminate. It was a little bit hard to tell. Yeah. Obviously, younger mm-hmm. than the. I think we talked about this before, but younger than yeah. younger than Chiguré at all, but
1: older than Yuki and Toru and mm-hmm. Kyo. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely an adult, but not a very old one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did I make the "I'm not a girl, not yet a woman" joke? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> 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 britney lives mm-hmm. on um <laughs> yeah so yeah akito turns out that akito is a girl there is isn't much more beyond that revealed about that at this mm-hmm. point in the story but it yeah it pretty much top. stops right on the reveal at yeah this point. and then it changes to the like title card and you're like fuck <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> perhaps yeah and it immediately goes like end of season two <laughs> <And it's laughs> <Damn> like, <"Wait."> <laughs> <laughs> i have questions
1: <laughs> so many questions
0: <laughs> I wonder if that, like, puts anything into perspective more. Like, we mostly see Akito as a child, so Mm -hmm. I don't know. Akito's a very interesting character. So we've seen all these things so far of Akito being super scary and abusive and powerful, not feminine at all. And everyone um, refers to her as, like, a male person, right? Mm -hmm. But the other interesting thing about Akito is Akito obviously hates women. So we've seen, like, Akito's abuse toward Rin... And Kisa, um, mm-hmm. not so much Kagura, um, but specifically we've seen Rin and Kisa,
1: as yeah, and she's major spe- targets. Yeah, and she's specifically like spoken to them in like like misogynistic terms mm-hmm. about like especially women Rin. being like deceitful or whatever she said and stuff. Especially Rin.
0: Yeah, you can't trust mm-hmm. them, especially ones with long dark hair like Rin. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I do think the um the framing of the like like, the physical reveal of Akito is interesting. Mm-hmm. She kind of, like, stops in the mirror and, like, almost seems to, like, kind of glare at herself in the mirror. Yeah, she does look kind of upset. Mm-hmm. I've never really thought about that.
0: The Maybe the manga expression is a little bit more neutral. Also, it's, like, half a page, mm-hmm. so you don't really see, yeah. like... Yeah, in the manga, it's interesting because, like, you see the sa- a similar scene, but it kind of... There's a panel of, like, Akito's hand touching the mirror first before it goes to show her body. Mm-hmm. So it does look like she's, like, lingering, looking at the mirror, and it does look a little bit angry. But I do think mm-hmm. in the...
1: Anime it was a bit more pronounced. Yeah, because it's like she's like walking by and then kind of like stopped, s- like, caught her reflection and stopped and
0: yeah, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. The bath mm-hmm. at the Soma Estate is huge. Did anybody guess? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: I know it looks fancy. I know
0: it looks nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there's like the huge. Yeah, anyway, she she walks over to the mirror and we get that like it does seem like she's kind of glaring, mm-hmm. not happy about her form. It seems so. Mm-hmm. Why is a mystery, but Yeah. <laughs> For now. For now, yeah. <laughs> there's theoretically a whole season left. Yeah. Don't say theoretically. I think they did season. actually <laughs> announce it, so there's I think it's definitely happening, but mm-hmm. you can't commit two thirds of the way through and or one third of the way through if you're <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> the not do it. But <laughs> yes. So a great an interesting reveal and mm-hmm. I think and up uh, to be explored in next season, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Extensively. Mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to say anything about it since it stops like abruptly on the reveal pretty much <laughs> I mean, like you could go back and look at all of the like things that Akito did before and then mm-hmm. put it puts them in kind of a new light, but I don't know, not really only the only the like um being aggressive toward women stuff, probably mm-hmm. like written specifically, I think, yeah, more so. one of the main criticisms of Furuba is that it's like super heteronormative, so mm-hmm. you had all this kind of like um like Akito being all draped over Hasaru and, like, Shigure and Kareno up until this reveal. Maybe that's, like, a little queer baby or whatever um, Mm -hmm. up to this point. But it's obvious that Akito uses uses herself to Mm -hmm. manipulate certain people in the Zodiac, too. So, Mm -hmm. and by certain people, I mean all the dudes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say if that makes it better or worse, because, like, (laughs) having the only, like, quote-unquote representation being, like... A villainous like yeah kind of uh, like portrayal of that would be questionable too
0: right they're none of, none of it is good <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure i mean it's on the one hand yeah yeah there's that but on the other hand it raises a lot more interesting questions about akito's identity as a woman which mm-hmm. gets explored later so we can't
1: really talk about it that much but yeah um yeah like i think in universe it's like interesting and mm-hmm. like make some sense and stuff with regards to the characters involved. Mm. It's, like, out of universe, I think, it would,
0: you know. It's <laughs> definitely questionable.
1: Yeah. It's what I say, So It's, like, I mean, the solution is to have um, multiple characters of different <laughs> yeah, sexual orientations and in your stories, yeah. and then, like, <laughs> you don't have to worry about your Singular. one being problematic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true.
0: Mm-hmm. And a valid criticism of Fruits Basket. I've never yes. said it's not, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. In this case, an interesting look at a different type of character's identity mm-hmm. and gender gender identity specifically. But yeah. not till next season. Haha, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, very, an interesting reveal and an interesting twist in the story at this point, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if people think that it was a twist. I don't think, I think the first time I read it, I didn't expect it. But also, like, mm-hmm. you know, I hadn't read as many things. Like, yeah. Um, And like, you know wouldn't have I feel like wouldn't have just wouldn't have been able to speculate anything beyond Mm -hmm. what
1: was happening you know what I mean (laughs) yeah I don't know I do wonder if it's more like guessable in anime format like you know yeah the voice acting and everything
0: yeah that's true because Akito's voice is pretty high-pitched like it's pretty you know I don't know classically feminine I guess you could say
1: um, mm-hmm. not super super the way you would represent a super like masculine mm-hmm. character I guess yeah like it's got like an edge to it enough that like in the Japanese you could they, I mean you could go like oh it's one of the like woman voicing a more like feminine male character mm-hmm. in tradition um but it's also yeah, it's not like trying to be super masculine in its voice, like, no I don't think so in the voicing,
0: not like the original one so like in the two thousand one anime Akito is obviously voiced by uh,
1: a a man it has mm-hmm. a different a different vocal yeah. quality mm-hmm. yeah this is one of the things um I'm still behind on the dub um, <laughs> I know but, oh um one of the things I've been continually Continue. impressed with is the um is the uh English voice actor for Akito mm hmm 'Cause it is a woman playing Akito in the English thing. And I feel like that's something we're less used to in English voice acting. Yeah. Is uh like women playing male characters. Yeah, I guess that's true. Except for like children, like tiny Definitely, children. Definitely yeah, except for like young children. Yeah. Um and so like I feel like it could stand out really easily, but I think uh, I can't remember her name. I think it's Colin weird voice... Is it? Uh okay. I don't know. Let me look. I can't remember. Yeah, whoever the... it is, they're they're doing like a really good job of like whoever it is. Of, like, yeah, keto soma. Line. Yes.
0: <laughs> Mm-hmm. She also played Harhee, I think, we talked about before. Yeah. To kiss, kiss, fall in love.
1: Well, no, uh, that was uh what's Wait. her name? She was in the show, but I think she
0: Oh she plays uh
1: Eclair Tonnerre. Yeah. <laughs> I was like she was in there, but um Haruhi was um what's her face who played Winry. Um
0: <laughs> Uh She played Risa Hawkeye, Colin Clinkenbeard.
1: Yes, yeah, she did. Um <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is her name? <laughs> Laura Bailey. Caitlin Glass. <laughs> oh,
0: Caitlin Glass. <laughs> yeah. Played Harvey. Oh, I didn't know that. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, good times. Yeah. <laughs> is Caitlin Glass voice acting anybody? She's the director for Furupa. Oh, she voices Machi. I was like, I'm pretty sure oh, she was playing yeah. somebody, but I couldn't remember who. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta go watch the dub. Well, good thing this uh, the mm-hmm. sub is over. We can go back. In. We have time to watch the dub. Yeah. <laughs> and like luxuri- <laughs> leisurely watch the dub that sounds nice mm-hmm. anyway um,
1: yes, yeah, but she was yeah. she did a great job in the episodes that we had seen before before uh, mm-hmm. everything slowed down so mm-hmm. yeah it was when I was wondering like how how, they were, how well that was going to be pulled off for well, English dub well I would say yeah, well I would say very well yes <laughs> one of the more impressive performances to me uh, and they're right. all good
0: you don't like Jerry Jewell I mean <laughs> you're like no I love, saying, I love Barry the <laughs> Chopper <laughs> Like, I could never not love Jerry Jewel! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Or Laura Bailey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just my favorite, my favorite, it's just mind-blowing that she can play Lust and Toru. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Never stops being mind-blowing. I say it every time Mm -hmm. we talk about her. And I'm like, listen, she could do both! Her range is amazing! (laughs) I don't think anybody else could play Toru. Maybe in the world. Um (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, listen. Mm -hmm. We digress. Yeah. Is there anything
1: else that we should? This has been the voice acting, uh, voice actor, Dan Hour.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, they're so great. Oh, I love animation. <laughs> oh. Any other things about this episode specifically? Just so. talk about the curse.
1: Kind being sad, not boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I stand by what I said many, many episodes
0: ago. He's still mm-hmm. sad, not boring. I like his voice acting is um very like dry, but like in a way. Yeah. That I think Karina would actually talk. He's just so downtrodden, yeah.
1: like yeah, it's very like subdued. Yes, yeah, like.
0: subdued is a good way to say it. Not dry, but subdued. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and I thought they did a good job of like showing his emotional reactions to the um, like the, the play mm. stuff. Yeah, his eyes are all wide, and he like touches mm-hmm. the screen. Yeah, and then the way he kind of like remembers Akito, and kind of like pulls himself back mm-hmm. again. The part where he's back, like back to being resigned and <laughs> and sad, he like hangs his head and.
0: Uh, You hear the, like, clapping from the play in the background. Mm -hmm. It was a good uh, contrast there. I liked it. I liked some of the... Speaking of which, I liked some of the other musical choices they made in this, too. They had, like, piano music for some of the background stuff with Aikido. And, like, they had the music just, like, stopping when the chord snaps, I think. Um, Yeah. And stuff like that. So, I enjoyed that, too. Oh, this was the episode... This this episode had... um, I don't know, this This airs live in Japan, and I forget how commercial breaks are done, but this episode had a very clear line that was repeated, and then line that was repeated again after, when uh, Karina like hugs her, hugs Toru in the park, so I assume that was put in for like a commercial break stop, because mm-hmm. it's like exactly the same line, but just a different perspective, different shot, <laughs> so yeah. normally they don't do that, and I kind of forgot that that's a thing, because we just stream it, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen an anime in a long time with those like real like strong, the like title card breaks that they have, yeah, the little like eye catch things. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever
1: they're called. Yeah, <laughs> you will if you watch uh, *Fullmetal Alchemist*. Okay, <laughs> brotherhood. Yeah. Okay, it's kind of a gag in the. <laughs> this is off topic. But it's kind of a gag in the fandom because they have like these. Cards with characters on them, mm-hmm. and the announcer says in English, even in the Japanese voice version, "Full Metal Alchemist." Alchemist. Oh, yeah. And then when it comes hard. back, it says it in a slightly different tone, <laughs> "Full Metal Alchemist. Alchemist."
0: How many times do you think they recorded that? It? It's like how many different variations <laughs> do you think there are? Maybe there's a YouTube compilation know. of all of them. I bet there Probably. is. Probably. <laughs> anyway, listen. Do we have any other things to say about, about, about this episode? Oh, I want to talk about the kind of like the series. I just wanted to have a mm-hmm. retrospective on the season. Unless we have specific things to say. It's kind of weird because there was like a lot of content, but it's like, yeah, anyway, Akito's a girl. So see you next season, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's mostly like emotional rather than like factual. Yeah, that's
0: true. Content. (laughs) I mean, fact Shigure is jealous of Kraino. Fact Akito is a girl. Fact Toru is responsible. Fact Uo was mad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Let's talk about the season as a whole. Okay. Because I feel like, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, there was a, a lot of stuff happened or whatever. But, like, so many things happened. This this opened before the beach. <laughs> I always yeah. think of this as being, like, I guess because we focus on the beach arc so much. I mean, both us internally <laughs> in this podcast. Mm-hmm. I like, That's like, yeah, like, everything everything centers around the beach. But, no, no, this season opened before the beach started. mm mm-hmm before the beach arc started and Toru, I found my notes from the first episode from the season and Toru, she gave this like, uh, now I was living in a tent. Now I'm staying at shigure's but it's no ordinary family curse or whatever. <laughs> um, but she said, she, she hopes that she can break the curse helps. To, she hoped to help them even just a little. And she said, what is the true nature of the curse to everyone? That was like the mm-hmm. opening end of the opening spiel. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we learned in this season. It seems mm-hmm. to a certain extent, right? What's the effect yeah. of the curse on most characters? Maybe not Aikido, but I feel like we got a definitely got some of
1: what it is to Aikido.
0: Yeah, it's um very important to Aikido, according to mm-hmm. the last scene that we just saw, the last episode that we just saw. Yeah, <laughs> she's very upset, but yeah, I guess other things that happened this season that I wanted to talk about that I remembered, uh, being. I don't know. Not, like, just important, but that's to doubt, of course. So, of course, there was the beach arc, which is important. But we had, like, parent-teacher conferences, which is always a part of the uh, series that I like. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially Ayame coming in and rescuing Yuki, which is great. (laughs) And Hana's mom telling her to graduate. (laughs) (laughs) And I think one thing that happened this season that we saw very strongly was Yuki and Kyo, but especially Yuki changing Mm -hmm. from where he was, having resolved to be, like, stronger or whatever at the beach. And then he becomes the sassy Yuki that we saw at the end of the series. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Or at the end of the season. Yeah, I'd say,
1: like, overall, if I were to, like, pick a character that this season focused on, it would be Yuki. Yeah, I think
0: so. Didn't we talk about... I don't think we've ever talked about this before, but I feel like the first season... It's not like it focuses on Kyo, but I think it it ends with Kyo as the focus, right? So it's like Kyo, Mm -hmm. the second, third is Yuki. Yeah. I would say the last third is Toru, but I guess we can't really get into why, but... Mm -hmm. I guess if you could break it down that way, it kind of ends up... Yeah. Those are the things that the events in this season focus on on Yuki, for sure, mm-hmm. and his growth. So yeah. much so that Machi is super introspective about him, specifically.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it basically starts with him at, like, deciding he's gonna, like, try to do better and, like, yeah. joining the student council and everything. The
0: first episode is the student council, I think. The first yeah, student council it... one.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we end with him, uh, you know, standing up to Akito.
0: Yeah, and... that's true. Mm-hmm. Look at Yuki. He grew so much. Mm-hmm. What a good boy! What a good boy!
1: Yeah, it being pretty calm about it too, because like in this episode, yes, he's like, he's like, "Oh yeah, I was I was scared, but I think I did a good job." Yeah, <laughs> talking with Toru and mm. and
0: like of course they they flash back to the time where he was petrified of Akito yeah. and now at this point he's just like, "Yeah, I like forgive you or whatever," and Akito gets super angry, and mm-hmm. you know they're all becoming more independent in and yeah. growing up. I was also really happy this season because we got Machi and Rin animated. Like Mm this, I mean, Student Council in general. I wrote Machi in my notes, but the Student Council and Rin because they Mm -hmm. weren't in the first uh, 2001 anime at all. And we finally got to see them. Aren't you happy? You love the Student Council. I was very happy. You love Kakiru. Everything
1: I wanted and more. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it was very (laughs) exciting because I think this season is like almost entirely, if not entirely, stuff that hadn't been animated before.
0: Maybe, because I think that they had actually mm-hmm. moved things from later in the series into the first season that weren't in the first mm-hmm. anime. I think that that's what happened. So yeah. I think it was all new.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, it was exciting, especially at the Student yeah. Council.
1: Mm-hmm. We got to yes, see Kimi so. being like Kimi. All our new characters. Yeah, all our new characters the Student Council and Rin and Kareno. Mm-hmm. Machi. Wait, that's mm-hmm. she's in the Student Council. She's in the Student Council. <laughs> and then Kimi's basket. <laughs> yes. And the most important character, Kimi. Kimi, yeah. <laughs> We even got
0: to see, like, more... Not that I like them particularly, but we got to see more of, like, the Prince Yuki fan club and stuff, too. Like, mm-hmm. they had a completely different take in the original 2001 manga, I think. Not completely mm-hmm. different, but pretty different take, I would say. Yeah. Um, and I also remember, like, there was um, some scenes with Motoko in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. A couple episodes, too. So. Yeah. yeah wasn't it wasn't the one where she, like, freaks out because she asked what Yuki ate for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then she said she liked Natto. That, was that did that happen? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. I think it did happen this season. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Was there like a self realization episode? Yes.
0: And then of course we also had Sword of Cinderella, one of the great moments of the series. <laughs> yes. And if you don't think so, you're wrong. I mean <laughs> <laughs> So much great material. Like I said, this time I think I screwed Come and See Me Damn it like two or three times in this episode. So <laughs> a lot of mileage out of Sword of Cinderella at least.
1: hmm
0: And a good break because like after that, I think what's le- what happened was they went. There was like New Year's, and so that was a real downer, obviously, because Yuki was attacked by Akito, and um, then this stuff, which is obviously um, a huge upset in the story. So that's like sort of Cinderella is, like a nice little break. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and also all of Machi's sad backstory and stuff too. So or not mm-hmm. her not her sad backstory, her sad like current life, I guess. Life, yeah, <laughs> her sad existence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> machi's not sad either she, or she's not weird not what did i not boring it's either boring. just sad <laughs> mm-hmm. although i don't think anybody ever said machi was boring i feel like some people so just sh- her mother yeah <laughs> well her mom's just an asshole yes
1: yeah
0: oh yeah, Sorry, just her mother said that yes <laughs> sorry I, I thought you meant her mom's boring and like, No. no i get it listen i'm on board i know math <laughs> i got it <laughs> <laughs> you're like you keep saying that i don't think you mean what you think it means <laughs> another thing that i wrote in my notes is like toru snooping around and getting more involved mm-hmm. there's her like sneak mission to bring kareno the contact information and mm-hmm. there's also like her relationship with omiji that change not changes but grows a bit during this mm-hmm. um part of the series yeah. it's established in, in the her... first season
1: but mm-hmm her relationship
0: with Rin which is they're bffs they're a dynamic yes. duo they're gonna be a buddy cop drama right <laughs> yeah I love their little scene with them. she's like it's women's
1: intuition she's like I don't <laughs> think you'd have something so great
0: <laughs> I like how she's just like what about Haru and Rin is like no it would be different with Haru and then she's like how do you know <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Tora really caught her off guard it's so good mm-hmm. I wrote in my notes kill being a butt that's a thing that happened in this season <laughs> yeah. he's just kind of like well he's resigned that he until he's confined he'll make the most of his time with toru but you know mm-hmm. when confronted about that more deeply he seems to be still running away from it inc- including mm-hmm. the his outbursts during the play which we don't really have a resolution on i guess at this point mm-hmm. so kyo's kind of up in the air yeah like a cat question mark <laughs> yeah
1: it's okay i hear they're on their feet
0: yeah that's so they do that's what they say <laughs> Okay, well, I don't have any other things to say. It was a good season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We got all the things we wanted, yes, except for the end. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if I had one more thing to hope for, that would be yeah. it. <laughs> um, but I'm sure they'll I'm sure we'll have a good third season to come. Mm-hmm. Think of all the. Well, we can't, no. We'll talk about it in a second because we'll talk about spoilers in a second. Anyway, thank you all for listening then. So we'll be back. Everybody, don't panic. (laughs) I said this last time, but we'll be back whenever the first episode is released. Mm -hmm. So you can just follow our, like, Tumblr, which I think is Stay Together Podcast, and our Twitter. And we'll post updates when we see them. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then we'll be back on air. Is that what they call it for a podcast? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) We'll meet you right back here. Yeah.
0: In the same place. Same time. <laughs> Actually, it depends on whenever it gets released, but you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> same bad channel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> bad bad <laughs> channel. <laughs> I, for a first I thought you said same bad channel. I was like, yep, same bad <laughs> channel. We'll be... <laughs> same um, same weird hosts. Same bad jokes. It'll be a great time. Same train. Same verb. Same Yeah, same <laughs> Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll see you then. Unless you're going to... We're going to talk about spoilers, but if not, we'll see you next season. Bye-bye. Bye. listen (laughs) guess what's left of the series (laughs) all the rest yeah my My spoiler section just says everything because i got tired of writing notes (laughs) (laughs) i was like to be honest i'm done with this now um (laughs) (laughs) yeah man yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's so hard to talk about aikido being girl when you can't talk about that's why when we did our episode we did all of it because then you can go through all the reaction and, like, everything. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, it makes you a better reaction. the anime. reaction,
1: and you also get a little chunk of Ren yeah. stuff, which we've got barely gotten totally. any Ren. And Ren is so important to the we're... role of Akito's uh, gender. Yeah,
0: because we were just talking, we're like, oh, yeah, girls, yeah, like, Akito's misogyny. Yeah. Also, like, when Akito is like, um, I'll kill you, I was like, I wonder where that threat comes from. Because, like, yeah. I don't think, like, I don't know, maybe little kids are, would threaten someone saying I'll kill you, probably. But, like, probably not mm. in a, like moment like that, this like, aggressive
1: so way. aggressive yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah so i mean it, de- it definitely you can't really talk about Akito's like gender representation issues without talking about ren so yeah. effectively at least um mm-hmm. like you kind of can like we kind of talked about it but you can't yeah anyway yeah so. there's so much left there's so much left of the story mm-hmm. what's going to happen <laughs>
1: yeah it's funny because like page wise it's like Not that much Mm -hmm. compared to, like, what got covered in season two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was, like, 50... um, I looked back
0: at the... (laughs) The first episode was, like, chapter 42 or something, and this is, like, 50 Mm -hmm. or 90-something. So, almost 50 chapters, probably. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense, because it's 25 episodes, but,
1: yeah. But, like, content-wise, there's just, like, a ton that happens from here on out. I know.
0: Maybe four seasons. I mean... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't think so. I think it's just a lot. I think it'll...
1: Yeah, it'll be three...
0: And like also we said before, like including this episode, like when you adapt things that like don't have to be written on panels, like it, mm-hmm. you can show more stuff, yeah, you know, at the same time, at simultaneously, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I like the adaptation of this too. We talked about how it's like a lot of text, and you know, it just becomes voiceover. So, mm-hmm.
1: also, I was thinking, I was like, I think the only thing that got like the only significant thing that got like skipped mm-hmm. in this season is the Kyoko and Katsuya mm-hmm. stuff. So I expect we'll get that sometime. You <laughs> will season. have to be.
0: Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'll be mad. Just like how I would be mad if they cut out Hatori and Maeko, yeah.
1: Like I complained about so many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. So
0: it's important to Toru's character. Unless you're just going to ignore mm-hmm. her and like yeah. write, because like I said, in just now, I think I do think the first first third of the story focuses a lot on Kyô because his issue mm-hmm. seems so superficial with the curse at first, right? Yeah. It seems like he's ostracized as the outsider and the cad and whatever and like that's all there is to the curse right there's like the god and the zodiac and whatever and it's very sort of superficial in Yuki's arc we see more of Akito as the sort of cult leader type person we mm-hmm. get a different take like Akito is p- is portrayed as being dangerous in the first third of the story but we don't really see all of that in detail till the second third and mm-hmm. then Toru's been suppressing all these feelings all this time we saw a couple mm-hmm. incidents in the second third of the story but she doesn't really address any of those feelings till the last third yeah
1: it just kind of makes sense to like have like sort of Kyo and Yuki's like issues be focused on first mm because it's kind of like like Toru isn't able to like hide her own feelings behind helping them anymore Mm -hmm. because they don't like need her as desperately anymore
0: yeah they don't they're more um, emotionally able to handle their feelings and stuff but she's the one who starts to lose that ability I guess Mm-hmm. And is able to be more vulnerable with Kyo. Like, now yeah. that Yuki... Yuki has his own, you know, found family that he goes off to now. So she doesn't have to sort of, like, be that support for him. I was just thinking about how, mm-hmm. like, one of the criticisms... One of the criticisms of Machi is that she's just, like, a substitute for Toru. Like, that's what people think superficially about her. Which I think is wrong. Because... Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of reasons, and I
1: think but... she's a substitute for Yuki. <laughs> Yuki, Yuki, Yuki
0: for Yuki, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, But, like the thing yeah exactly exactly so yuki Mm -hmm. yuki becomes the toru the thing is that machi needs him and that's what makes her different i mean Mm -hmm. yuki yeah machi needs yuki that's what makes her different toru doesn't really need yuki for emotional support she is his emotional support up until like about this point in the series that we just saw right Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah because that's like his whole thing is like he feels like he can't like give back what he's getting out of the relationship with toru Mm -hmm
0: why it would never. Even work.
1: though, even though he does obviously give you know some support. Definitely, friendship but friendship and stuff that yeah, she enjoys, but more like camaraderie, just, not like emotional yeah, support. But he just <laughs> feels like it's an, an uneven relationship, and he feels bad about yeah,
0: it. I think he's right about that too. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kyo doesn't acknowledge any of that. He thinks he's a terrible person. Still disappointed, right? Yeah. He's like, I <laughs> killed her mom, but he's just avoiding thinking
1: about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's yeah. able to like outwardly function more. Like, yes. <laughs> like keep all that stuff like down compared to how he had been before. And he's so. given up on
0: the fight against Yuki, which was so important mm-hmm. in the early part of the series. Um, so yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna like be chill and like hang out, spend time with her or whatever. And then through mm-hmm. that, they develop a deeper relationship where she's able to confide her feelings in him. Even her ones of being like, well, if my mom said that, I don't care In the <laughs> at the <Yeah>. end. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... That's why I think. it, That's why I kind of think the series. Toru. I love Starvend Toru too. She's my favorite. <laughs> I really loved this where she was just like, "to so, like the curse can break." How did it break? Like immediately, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, interesting, interesting." Yeah, your reaction. I agree with you. She's probably thinking about Kyo because it's like there's mm-hmm. a, a hope, and then she goes and talks to Rin about it, and Rin is like, "Fuck mm-hmm. you," basically. Yeah. <laughs> And Shigure is like, I mean, Shigure and Rin are like, who cares? If it breaks eventually, who cares? And she's like, no, no, mm. it's not soon enough, which is also a great mm-hmm. moment in the series. Like, yeah, another great stubborn Toro moment. Mm-hmm. More, than, more than I think she wanted them to know about her, but yes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> more than she wanted to know about herself. I think it actually surprises, in retrospect. Yeah, I think it surprises her almost as much as it surprises them. Rin and Shigure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I still love how Shigure is probably like, I think that he was kind of like, crap, when, the- when yeah. that happened. I don't think he wanted that to happen. Mm-hmm. Out of all his schemes. he Yeah. <laughs> he tried totally like, oh, so- like yeah, oops. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't part of my calculations. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, oh, so many things to look forward to. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rin also being uh, trapped in the cast room. Who's looking forward to it? Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm already crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay they have their like haru carries her and whatever so it'll be a good scene mm-hmm. we'll be like ah, bah, 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 you know after <laughs> yes <laughs> Um. what else is gonna come so many good things in this yeah you're, you're mm-hmm. right i was trying to remember what it was there was like maybe one or two minor things that were moved or like shifted around but yeah the biggest thing so mm-hmm. far that hasn't been covered is kyoko and katsuya so we'll see what happens mm-hmm. i'm sure they'll cover it they have to yeah because they have to have toru's backstory of when she was abandoned which they alluded to mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah, it's important to both Kyo and Toru's That's true. characters yep. and backstories. So.
0: Yep. You can't have the end of Frubo without that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We I mean, can't have the end of Frubo without anything that happened. That's like the kind of the point. It's like all these mm-hmm. people's intertwined <laughs> stories yeah. are, you know. Everyone's everyone mm-hmm. is intertwined in this story. Yeah.
1: I think it makes sense to shove it off to the next uh, season. Yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't really kinda. it wasn't important for the kinda, story at hand. Yeah, it kind of
1: comes out of out in the middle of like everything.
0: Just like the Tori Mayako stuff. You could have it any time. They could have had it next mm-hmm. season and it would have been fine. I would have complained every episode until <laughs> then, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it is easy to just move. It'll be fine. Yeah,
1: it would have, like, uh, sent the momentum screeching to a halt to mm-hmm. be like, let's stop for an episode or two to do <laughs> Kyoko's backstory. That's something else said.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, everything happening at the end of season two.
0: <laughs> yeah. you Gotta have the Uwe and Karina stuff. Is there something that you're really looking forward to next seeing animated next season
1: I do really like that um that Toru scene with the where she's yelling about how that's not good enough to Ren and Shigure yeah
0: that is a good one I thought you were I'm gonna say kidding. her when she's yelling at Kyo being like well I'll just mm-hmm. have to go against my mom which I would also
1: like yeah, to see that part too yeah we could see a oh, the bit where she's where she's is it where she's like, I won't forgive you. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Yes. Your-
0: You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love her expression. I can't wait to see it animated mm-hmm. in that one part. Yeah. It's so good. So mm-hmm. angry.
1: I love it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Tori's best moments are coming up. So that's true. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, It'd be fun to see um, fun. It's not the right word. Um, Akira's like full backstory with uh, oh, yes. Ren and Akira and everything. It will
0: be interesting. That's the word I reserve yeah. <laughs> for things that are indescribable. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and just Ren, all of Ren's crazy yeah. Renness. We saw Ren being <laughs>
0: scary in that one episode, mm-hmm. the sneak, the Mission Impossible one. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be interesting to see her animated too. Mm-hmm. And the old maid will return yes i think it made a-, made a return
1: in season three yeah
0: <laughs> that was the title card it was in very small text <laughs> it's like guest starring that maid <laughs> yes i'm excited to see yuki and kyo's final fight where they sass each oh, other yeah. and they're like i wanted to be you i wanted to be you mm-hmm. yeah that's a great one. Oh, oh we'll get to see kyo sass his dad too that'll be good mm-hmm justice is coming oh we'll get to see when glow up remember how you talked about last episode (laughs) that um he was like mid glow up we were talking about Mm -hmm. that yeah I think you're right he is mid glow up he's not he wasn't quite he's still um almost as tall as Toru now Mm -hmm. but not quite so yeah we'll get to see
1: his like you know be shown in transformation yeah which will be good the scene where yeah the scene where his curse breaks and he talks to Akito is also good it is good oh it's gonna be so sad mm mm-hmm. well anyway i'm excited for
0: next season mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be a good time yep. i don't have any other thoughts right Even now more drama so much drama so the drama <laughs> okay yes we have our own things that we say the youth don't understand you know <laughs> <laughs> although kim possible's on disney plus now so i guess everyone has access or it's accessible
1: and they should watch
0: they it. should because it's great how about we have a kim possible podcast that would be down <laughs> well let's finish uh, FMA first so another year from now yes. <laughs> okay I don't have any things to say
1: yeah I mean I think all I would be doing is us just going like oh yeah, oh, yeah that, that part Oh, that was good
0: here. oh that was sad oh that thing was even sadder I can't wait so great I would love to cry <laughs> 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 anyway thanks for listening this has been anime breaks for season two. We'll be back for season three. Yay! Yay. We'll see you all then. Yeah. Bye, bye. bye. Also, you should start FMA podcast. <laughs> yes, it's you should it starts soon. I don't know when this comes out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what date it um, is anymore. Uh, it comes out. It, it officially launches October third. So that's yes yeah, so, Friday. I mean yeah, Saturday so
1: before before this. <laughs> uh
0: no, because this will no, no. come out Sunday. So I yeah. mean Monday. Okay
1: yeah it comes mm-hmm. out saturday yeah so like saturday five days wow. after good thing i
0: already <laughs> done editing it <laughs> <laughs> also it's already available there's a preview in the app store i mean yeah the i whatever it's called the apple podcasting and spotify google podcast which has a new thing hopefully it's better than the old one <laughs> all your favorite places maybe not on like stitcher or whatever yet but i can make sure that it's there soon <laughs> um but it's okay spotify is free everybody mm-hmm. can listen on spotify yeah. Yay. Yay. Anyway, it's called Equivalent Exchange. I guess I should say that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll post things. It's okay. Y'all follow all our social media and crap anyway.
1: You'll see. You'll yeah. see. You'll all be there. There will be links. Right? <laughs>
0: okay, thank y'all for listening. We'll see you next season. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bowie, say goodbye for the season. <laughs> like delicate clanging. Rattle, rattle. Crunch, crunch. <laughs>
1: With characters on them, mm-hmm. and the announcer says in English, even in the Japanese voice version, "Full Metal Alchemist." Alchemist. Oh yeah. And then when it comes back, it says it in a slightly different tone.
0: <laughs> "Full Metal Alchemist." Alchemist. <laughs> how many times do you think they recorded that? It? It's like how many different variations <laughs> do you think there are? Maybe there's a YouTube compilation know. of all of them. I bet there probably. Is. <laughs> Mike found also off topic. Mike found a YouTube compilation of every time Brad Pitt eats in a movie. <laughs> and then he found another compilation where someone had taken the same video and reversed it. So he was like, <laughs> out eating everything. <laughs> I was like, this is so stupid. I love it. <laughs> anyway, good times. Listen. This times you're like,
1: YouTube, why?
0: <laughs> Except I'm like, yay, YouTube, because I hate how like produced,
1: overly produced YouTube yeah. is. I mean, Which is kind of like, sometimes you're like, YouTube was a mistake. And then you're like, maybe not because of this. But. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, then I go and watch the like, big, powerful, big, powerful, majestic, <laughs> majestic, uh,
1: it's Articano's tail is Shiny, the YouTube poop. Yeah. And I'm like, something this about, is what YouTube was for. Yeah. <laughs> it's like something about the like, like YouTube age of sense of humor is just bizarre. It is very bizarre. Since <laughs> you're watching something and you're like, this is hilarious. And you're like, why, why? is this hilarious? <laughs> That's exactly, Mike was like, hey, so-, Mike.
0: so he watched the video and then he started laughing hysterically, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Someone made a thing where he's eating it. Like, it's they animated it backwards." And I was like, "That sounds stupid." They looked at it, And I was like, "Like, I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know why. It is weird. That's what makes YouTube great. <laughs> YouTube was like the weird internet thing before TikTok. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, there was YouTube poop before there was TikTok memes.
1: So as yeah, I have like flashbacks to like early YouTube when it was like." more gray and then like yeah. a tiny little video box and everything was <laughs> in a sidebar <laughs> instead of underneath the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Back in the day when people were like, nobody will ever consume video content online. Well, guess what? Yeah. <laughs>